0: Welcome back to the very final, well for the moment, final episode of the Die Hard Minute where each and every week for the past 26 weeks you've been listening to 13 different teams of Movies by Minutes podcasters talk about one minute of the greatest Christmas adventure movie ever made, the 1988 John McTiernan-directed film Die Hard. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of The Airport Minute, The Rocketeer Minute, and TVDads.com.
1: And I'm Hal Bann of Minute.com and The Green Dot, if you don't know what that is, Never mind. You just won't know what that is. But, uh, Jim, before we, uh, before we throw it back to our, uh, our wonderful returning guest, um, I think, uh, I think we need to stop and very quickly and give you a, a round of applause for having, uh, edited and scheduled and arranged and planned and plotted and schemed your way uh, not only for hosting uh, two, uh, two full weeks of the Die Hard Minute but for for editing and managing the entire process beginning to end 13 teams, 130 minutes um, so I'll tell you what, as, as editor I'm going to pause and give you an opportunity to insert uh, uh, some applause sound effects here, so just a little more work <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh, Perfect Ta-da <laughs> that will do do. thank you you very much uh, (laughs) the inimitable
2: and i've tried tom Geyer. hello everyone glad to be back yes jim you're both you guys i mean this stuff doesn't come for free you could show up every two months and blab for five minutes is easy the 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 putting this kind of stuff together just for the love of the art and and share of the geekness is hats off to you guys for doing this it's very very cool well, th- thanks so much, and I—I
0: I really the—the the thanks goes out to the to the guys that are doing all the hard work, the uh, the thirteen different groups who just signed up at random and said, "Yeah, we're going to do a week, and then we're going to do another week," <laughs> and and we didn't know what order where they were going to come in, where they were going to drop in. Uh, they all hit the marks, and you know, came up with their a games, and it's really been impressive. I I've never just produced a podcast before i mean these two weeks are nothing compared to the to the whole show but uh it's been a a real breeze just thanks to so many people so many pro amateurs that are that are doing this kind of stuff and i just really am very proud of y'all for for getting this thing together and uh you know it (laughs) The, uh, we'll be talking about this more at the very end of the show, but uh, but there's some more Die Hard coming up. And, <laughs> and I'm not talking about Die Hard 2 and With a Vengeance and all that, but uh, but we'll be talking about that, that some more uh, tor- toward the end of this episode. So stay tuned. Um, but, t- Tom, yesterday we were talking about how – well, we talked about the, about the magic and genius of uh, Vaughn Monroe. Mm-hmm. And we also talked about uh, the, the <laughs> real magic and genius of uh, Michael Kamen who managed to stitch this together uh, Carl Stalling-wise with uh, getting – uh, getting another composer's music at just the right, uh, hit, the right, right stings, the right, just jumble of, uh, of themes. No doubt. And, and uh, here we are in, uh, the middle of uh, number nine. Uh, uh,
2: it's, w- you know, what can, what can be said The arguably one of the most famous pieces of classical music, I mean, music period, I guess, uh, um, uh, what a composition and so often imitated and never equal. So it's, it's, to put it here in this context and how it works with this movie and what it means and and it's invaded. I mean, Bruce Willis in slow mo jumping out in front of a you know screen filling explosion <laughs> to the ninth is part of the. It's got jokes made of the joke, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. It's, right. it's just so fun. Yes. Uh, and I hate it at the same time because it's also the reference that won't go away. So (laughs) everybody knows this song. You've got to have it somewhere. And and the thing is you can't do a bad version of it. You know, they, they say, yeah, give us something like, no, no, that's actually not what you mean. You mean, give me that because give me something like is not that. And so just, just use it. That's, that's the answer, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, there there are so many like stems and twigs and things that you can you can piece out of Ode to Joy that that fill in. Oh, as as, as we watch Mr. Kamen do, fill in two hours of a movie. Absolutely. Uh- and and playing it anyway, playing it any style, you still it's it it always remains its recognizability, and it, you know and and finally they've managed. I think this is the movie that breaks it out of the uh, the Clockwork Orange uh, background that it had for you know so so many years after Kubrick finished with it.
2: Well, it's such a good point, and you know, uh, I, Kubrick is another guy. Um, yeah, Scorsese for sure, Tarantino in a much more modern way. You know, these filmmakers can take an iconic piece of music and shove it back into the public consciousness and tie it to a whole new set of ideas. And it just works over and over again. It just, as a, as a composer, who's, you know, uh, struggling for good ideas constantly when you behold some of these things and you go, is it the composition? Is it the song? Is it the lyric? If it has a, why, why does that work? I, there's still no answer it's one of the great mysteries right you know
1: what's it's amazing to yeah. me what always amazed me about uh, about this particular symphony is that it is um it is so wonderfully german in the sense that it's so triumphant and it's so it's you know it's powerful and when it really gets going it's just it's you, you want to sort of stand up and march and it it feels you know the title always seemed a bit odd to me because it feels more like like it 's an ode to triumph it 's an ode to victory or something and and i don 't know if that, if that 's just sort of typical german sensibility and, and I hate to wander off into stereotype land here, but the, that that uh, yeah. that a German musing about things like if you read schiller 's uh, the, the poet Friedrich Schiller who wrote the poem that some of it was based on you read his lyrics in the English translations, you know, who has succeeded in the great attempt to be a friend's friend. Whoever has won a lovely woman, you know, add his to the jubilation. It's just, you know, it's like the Beatles good day sunshine or something. I'm I'm outside. I'm happy. It's all great. And yet you've got this massive choir that is just blowing your hair back with this raw stomping power. And it's, it's happy, but it's, it doesn't, you know, I'm I'm not sort of walking down the the sunny side of the street, whistling a little happy tune. I am, I'm, you know, I am standing in front of the crowds and
2: yes, exactly. Pounding the fist and saying, "Yeah, you know, look at this world. Well, you have to, you have to think that uh, church music, right? Uh, it, the purpose of it is to make you feel tiny. Ah, that's a, that is an excellent point. And so even when it's at its most jubilant, when, you know, the point would be passing the glory, um, it, you want to be in awe and so that chop I and mean, it's what we call i don't know that I, I think chop is a word that lots of people use but that ability or that technique i guess you could even say of employing the orchestra and the choir in that manner to you know shout to the heavens and blow the doors off of whatever hall you happen to be in was uh, wow i just hit the space bar and triggered some dark dire <laughs> music i didn't need to do that you were wow. shouting to the heavens sir <laughs> I guess so. And they shouted um, it's, back. Just, it's, it, and they <laughs> did shout back. It, it's just so uh, um, amazing. And for me, the power of the human voice uh, combined with the majesty of the classical orchestra is, you know, that's that's onions and garlic. I, you got to have it. It just will always work. <laughs> it's fantastic. I mean, maybe not an ice cream, but you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> now, how, how you speak, you, you sprechen Sie Deutsch so oh, it, tiny. It, bit. The, way I'm under- I'm the way I'm understanding. Yeah. <laughs> The way I'm understanding it is uh, an ode to joy is insufficient to describe the word freunde. Freunde is more like – it's more like ecstasy, isn't it? I mean it's just this unending – there is no pain. There is nothing else but There's another word,
2: boys. Rapture. Yes.
1: Rapture. There you go. And there's the religious tie. Yeah, it's it's very much that transcendent – Um. Yeah. As you say, it's just it's rapture. You're 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 so happy. You're probably sort of exploding from the inside out. And and all, which again starts to feel a little German. Yeah. Well. And
2: so you know, having worked with a famous German composer who mocks himself constantly about this topic, you know, why is it so? I can't be happy. I'm German. Right. It, it, and so even are you happy right now? Oh, this is I'm ecstatic. This is ecstasy. You just don't know it because it's, I have to be morose because I'm German. Right. It's it's the law it kind of is the law. Yeah. Uh, it, and, and he would say, you know, that there's there's shame and guilt. Those are the two big German emotions. Right.
0: It's <laughs> the, the, most, the most fun you can have in a black turtleneck, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yet, those guys can party. Don't let them fool you for one darn minute. They can oh, like the nobody's business. So, and you're a cranky old man. You can't hear anymore. You got 900 kids, you know, all of the stuff that was going on in his life at that time. I, You know, I, I can't remember how far down the rabbit hole he was by the time he wrote The Ninth. But, yeah, it's, you know, and they lived in the cold most of the year and everybody was uncomfortable and it was dark and there was no you know internet so yeah they wrote they wrote <laughs> yes. really dramatic pieces of music That's, it was escaping it's
1: it is um, known that uh, internet bandwidth in vienna in 1824 was terrible
2: it's <laughs> pretty low yeah. pretty low i'm thinking yeah yeah well what's fun about the composition though is it's if you kind of reduce it mathematically it's you know It's very, very proper. And so, you know, he wasn't always quite so proper. So it's for me, it was always this is the proper thing, but it's done just so over the top that it it still has a big, you know, yeah, I dare you to try, fellas, kind of thing to it at the same time, even though it's you know, if you reduce it down to it's it's very Bachy in its sort of mathematical structure, it's it's what a piece of music. You know? When you're
1: talking about sort of being proper and, and Bachy, it it's am I correct in sort of hearing that it's it's I mean it's in a major key and and the melody goes where you expect it to, sort of from a intuitive
2: standpoint? Yeah, I would say that. You know, and and a very much, you know, It, it's mathematic. It, it resolves as you would expect. It has the passing. So all of those, it's, it's. I'm a pianist, so I think like that already. But if you look at it on paper, it's it's church chords. It's it's, it's hymn music, you know. And, and if you take any sort of uh, religious sort of text and you harmonize it for SATB, you know. you only get four voices so how are you going to use them to make these moving chords by pushing a voice up or down it's it it's kind of academic in a weird way and yet The orchestration that he brings to the table when he presents that thing—it works on the piano, it works on the organ, it works with a hundred-piece orchestra and choir. It's it's ridiculous stuff. It's powerful.
0: Yeah, I mean, just just the whole idea where he's—you know—it's like he's bringing in the housekeeping staff at the end and and having them—you know—everybody come on up here and start. (laughs) Let's have a big sing-along. It's just so—it's so like you said, triumphant. But it's just. So much like you know, hooray! The you know the, the stripe is over kind of thing. It just very it, that's
2: the way you feel at the end of this movie. So it's perfectly tied in of you know, hooray, we won, and off we go. And I was I was reading the other thing is that, um, and you probably already talked about this in the course of the of the film, but it was inserted on purpose because it was such a violent and in, arguably for the time bloody movie. I mean you know, you're presenting him walking across broken glass and pulling shards out of his bare feet. I mean, this was, this was hard stuff for mainstream audiences of the day, really. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So they dropped this, they had to go absurd with it. And, you know, I mean, what's more absurd than Beethoven's ninth? I honestly, it's like, you got that and you've got, you know, Carl Orff, those are your kind of the most over the top pieces and, and, and flight of the Valkyrie, really, it's all in that, crazy realm and so it had to be as nutty and as bold as the movie and and you were asking before about uh, cayman and that you know this was an intentional choice by them to put this in there to bring something to the table that would take audiences out of the reality of what they were seeing and keep it fun yeah. yeah, and it, it
0: it does that quite magically. I mean, it just really you're so pulled. I mean, if they right. dropped in the William Tell Overture, that's the only other thing I could think of that would be like, wait a minute, that doesn't go. It's, it's, yeah, it's not it's not German
2: it's, enough. Wait. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing men in tights running in a forest. I mean, it's good for fireworks. Yeah, okay. Right. And, some, you know,
1: somebody shooting an arrow or a, an apple off someone's head or, of course, you know, William Tell, the Lone Ranger. But
2: 1812. Uh, okay, so I'll give you that one. That's another good, that's oh, a, yeah. know, good fireworks, yeah. but it would work, you know, but... It, There's just back to that. It's those quintessential pieces of music that are just so crazy good and so crazy timeless. Yeah. I mean, music that goes against what's happened. The
0: the one that the example I would think of would be uh, Reservoir Dogs with uh, Stuck in the Middle with You. Absolutely.
2: During a horrible torture Yeah. The ear comes (laughs) off and mm, boy, Joker's to the left of me. It's the best. (laughs) It's so good. Oh, man. And
1: uh, we've talked, you know, of, of course, on and off, and there's the, there's, for some reason, there's still a debate about whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and I'm squarely in the camp. That says, oh, yes. Of course it is. Well, what's yeah. funny, Jim, you mentioned, uh, you know, Cayman and, and, and McTiernan kind of liberating Beethoven's Ninth from Clockwork Orange, um, and, you know, associating it with Die Hard. And to me, this movie made Ode to Joy a Christmas song. You know, There's no real reason other than just the general sort of religious overtones, but to me now, I will always associate it with, uh, with Christmas time because of uh, because of Die Hard, and that's the kind of cultured life I lead, I guess. It's, you know, I <laughs> well, what I know about it's, opera, it's I really, learned from Bugs money. Really and what I know about Beethoven, I learned from
0: yeah. Christmas. Well, I mean, it's it's right up there with the Hallelujah, of yeah. course. I mean, it has that same same feeling that you know, the F F on all <laughs> the exactly. yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it really, it, it really just makes, makes the movie. I mean, it really, and it sends you off. This is, this is the music you're hearing as you're getting up and, you know, pushing the popcorn boxes out of the way. Th- this is the song that you're hearing going out the, the thing saying, what a great film this was. And that's, uh, you know, Tom, you would probably agree. That's the role of a of music in a movie. I is had that it so much fun. You
2: I mean, if that's the point of your film, you know, you can yeah. say that after watching three billboards, but you, you get what I mean, right? <laughs> Yeah. 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 It's,
0: it's uh, this, is where,
2: this is where you're going. You know, go, now go out there and tell your friends and have them come back. No, it's exactly right. And and it was, we were talking about Back to the Future a minute ago. Same thing, man. You, you, you walk out of there whistling that tune. You cannot help yourself. You know, you got a grin on your face that it's it's such a great choice. And so oh. the composer who didn't hear his music at the end of the film is happy because you, you're sending him home wanting to come back. And that 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 means you're going to work tomorrow. That's good news. I, I got to ask you. You, know, you watch this thing, and
0: what's the biggest miss you've seen in a, in a major motion picture where where the music comes up and you're
2: saying, "Wait, what, what?" Oh boy, the, the, there's so many. Probably. You know. Well, uh, I'm trying to. No, I'm. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that come to mind quickly, but it's funny because some of the ones that really bothered me are things that people adored at the time. Gosh, I'm trying to think of a good example, and I'm coming up really dry. I guess I, I always judge it by my wife and I, and if we laugh, that's not so good. <laughs> oh, <God>. yes, <laughs> She's a musician it. too, so if you hit the funny bone and you were trying to be straight, those are, those are the worst ones for me. I can't, I, I'm 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 going to leave you hanging with that question. I'm sorry, I can't think of something good to say that one Okay,
0: the funny yeah, bone. I know if you were thinking like Shawshank Redemption
2: if it had the <laughs> yeah. merry-go-round breakdown at the end. It would, it would yeah, be this <laughs> doesn't. Wow, who made that choice? But then you go, is that the composer or is that the director? Was that the music soup? Yeah. They couldn't clear. I mean. Let's face it. Yeah. It, oh hey, we're out of money, but we still have to clear Elvis Presley, but this is not gonna work so well. So we're gonna have to find an alternative, and you wind up with leather tonsils. Good old leather year. tonsils. Yeah, it happens, now, right? Now, Jim
1: knowing your propensity <laughs> for playing it? with video at the drop of a hat. I am expecting now to see the closing of Shawshank with Mary Garoud broke down <laughs> over the top of Jim Roberts walking on the beach and she wants <laughs> an have <hour.
0: laughs> or oh, uh,
2: some you got to uh, you got to uh, do it baby.
0: Scarborough Hill is that the uh, what's the, the um uh, Peter Gabriel song. Um oh, Scarborough Hill. Hill. Oh, Salisbury Hill. Salisbury, Salisbury, Salisbury Hill. There yeah. we go. Salisbury Hill. I've I've seen that uh, cut into a trailer for The Shining oh, yes. where they made it look like it was yes, yes that's the that, touching
1: uh, father son uh, you know family <laughs> film exactly. of the, year. the good. feel
0: good yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so Lord. it just you know that that's that's how much a music music can change your whole point of view on things. But okay, now I have to go get a Shawshank uh, video somewhere. <laughs> to
2: cut that I love. It well the, this uh this funny story about this week because we do a lot of trailer music and um back in the day if I would say we did more uh custom uh, it's kind of licensing now so but the it, we used to work on things ahead of time and send you know the clients an idea or if it's hey we're thinking about something kind of weird and wondering if you can put some things together for us to look at right uh, and so I'll never forget, you know, I can't remember how long it had been, you know, a gap between we'd seen a Die Hard movie and the call came in. Hey, so what would be the chances of making like a really over the top crazy trailer version of Beethoven's ninth, you know, the Ode to Joy part? um, Just because we can't tell you why. And I'm like, oh, gee, what could it be? I wonder. (laughs) Uh, and so you know we did a bunch of I, I don't know if ours ever got placed but that ended up you know being the main trailer for die Hard or die hard again or die hard with your sister or whatever it ended up being <laughs> um but it's like yeah okay so you're gonna break out the trailer vocabulary and you need you know you you want big uh, epic choir singing your <laughs>
0: Oh. Do, do, do. Yeah. Now, now, do it with cats. Yeah, yeah I don't have the All I have is. <laughs> <choir>. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, no, now, that's
1: now so. Mary Go Round go, broke down with a giant choir. That's- oh, yes.
0: There you go.
2: That's
0: all. No, I want to see your movie. Yeah. Yeah. That, was, that was the very
1: last item on oh. my bucket list. I'm done.
2: I'm out. Yes. Oh no, Muffy. I'm sorry. <laughs> we had a good run. I, I took him out too soon.
0: <laughs> well, well. Literally on that note, uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this edition of uh, of the Die Hard Minute. But we will, if you'll notice that we're not ending at the very end of this movie. We have three more minutes left. So we are actually holding reserve seats. If anybody in our die uh, our Die Hard uh, Minute uh, movies by minutes uh, podcasters has access to any of the principals, say Bonnie Bedelia or Reginald Vel Johnson or even Bruce Willis. We're going to keep those open. So if you want to come back and have a one-on-one with them, we will have that available. But uh, as of today, Friday, uh, we're going to uh, call this to a close. Uh, Thanks to everybody. And I mean, everybody, I I can't list them off all right here because then it wouldn't be a minute podcast, but the 13 groups that, that volunteered, got all this stuff done, please check them all out. They're available along with, as of this recording, 80 different uh, movies by minutes, people out there at movies by minutes.com. Chances are, if you have a movie that you love, there's been a movies by minute uh, podcast about it. Uh, you can find all these previous episodes if you haven't. If, if this is your first one and you're just a big fan of Tom and you, <laughs> you want to catch up with the previous ones, <laughs> we we have them out there. Go back to uh, diehardminute.com and you can find them all there. We're also available iTunes, Google Play, or wherever your fine uh, podcasts are not sold but given away. If you would like to write to us, we are always available on Twitter, Die Hard Minute. You can find us also on Facebook at the Die Hard with a Podcast listeners limo uh, out there on Facebook. We will not be back for a while, but who knows? Uh, the next time you hear the Die Hard Man, you'll probably hear some really good guests, but we will uh, we will hold off until then. So until next time, Merry Christmas and yippee kaye. Tell me you got that. I got it. I got it. It's your heart on Channel 5.